Ho, 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 and hello to, and welcome to Sonic Talk, episode 477. This is the final show of the year. This is our Christmas edition, which hence I'm wearing my Christmas hat. I'm also dressed up smart, but uh, that's just a, a byproduct of something else I had to do today. But I thought I'd keep it on because I kind of thought... They actually look a bit Reservoir Dogs, but I'm not going to start cutting anybody's ears off or anything, so don't worry. Uh, although my own are probably quite large and could do with a trim. Uh, anyway, let's say hello and welcome. Uh, this is the, sh- the podcast that generally, and um, maybe not this week, talks about music technology and all things to do with music production, software, synthesizers, drum machines, all that kind of good stuff. And this is our Christmas edition. If you're interested in uh, getting more uh, involved and you've never seen us before, we stream every Wednesday at 4pm UK time at sonicstate.com forward slash live. We're also on YouTube, uh, Sonic State channel, and we often stream to Facebook live as well. I want to say hello, welcome to our, oops, no, that's our chat room uh, over at sonicstate.com forward slash live. I told you it would be slightly wonky today, and that's because you might be able to tell. I I haven't been partying, I've got a really heavy head cold, so that's why I sound like maybe my voice has dropped an octave. Anyway, welcome everybody. Let's see who we've got in the Christmas stocking of... uh, um, delights this week. Ah, Mr. Richard Hilton over there in sunny Connecticut, Hiltonius.com, uh, about to hit the road for uh, one last show before Christmas, right, Rich? Uh, muted. Somebody take a drink. <laughs> Sorry about that. That'll be me. Strike one. Yes, we will be playing in London on uh, Friday night. Wow. And then straight back for... Uh, for for christmas you, you and you're cooking christmas lunch right wow what a trooper yeah yeah it's all good excellent well that sounds like a lot of fun is it a uh, is it a private party or a public facing event you're doing on the 23rd it's a public charity event for a for a bunch called autism rocks and i suppose it's a charity related to autistic causes and we're playing at the Odeon, uh, well, no, no, Apollo, How, what was once the Hammersmith Apollo, oh, yeah, which I is, now, I think, Eventim Apollo, I think it is now. It's just, just by the flyover. Near, uh, I'm, I've seen uh, Frank Zappa there. I've seen The Cure there. I saw James Brown there, in fact. Really? There you go. Yeah. I think I may, have pla- I may have played there. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. But I'll know when I get there, but I may it's have a- played there. It's a big venue, or it used to be the big venue before it got all yeah. stadiumy. You know, but it was back in the day. It was one of the biggest uh, live venues that that was available in the UK. Anyway, I think okay. apart from apart from Wembley in London. Anyway, well, Rich, pleasure to have you aboard. Nice to see you there. Right, I've got. A, I'm going to have to do the final reveal. So we're going to go to uh, Mr. Charles Chicky Reeve, Sublime.co.uk.com, producer, part-time elf. Your be- your beard yes. and your hat and your background are all kind of matching. You've got a very it's like a Christmas grotto. Have you? Uh, I'm colour coordinated. You colour coordinated, so. uh, Charles. Yes. Of course, uh, out on the road a lot with Howard Jones, doing front of house sound, but also has a very nicely featured studio there. Where I'm guessing, have you got to cram five days' work into the remaining three days of the week, Charles? Yes, yes, that's exactly right. Um, you've got a remix to do, a couple of mixes I got to knock out, and I, I'd say yeah, it's actually probably about seven days worth of work that has to be done within three days and right. really two and a half days. Cause I have to make a Costco run at some point. So, ah, so, but I mean, if you leave it too long, there won't be time for any modifications or approvals. If you deliver it at kind of like 7 PM Christmas Eve, then. Yeah. Jobs. Well, that's the, that's the nice thing. It doesn't give them a chance to really get back to me, but, uh, <laughs> but they're going to they'll get back to me. I'm sure like after boxing day, which for Americans is the day after Christmas. Yeah. Well, I get traditionally, is it true that, um, Brits tend to have a longer Christmas break just because of the way that the employment things work, and you get so you generally get less holiday, you know, as part of your package deal. So usually there's not like you get Boxing Day, and that's kind of it, right? In the, yeah, in the, right. Yeah, well, I remember when I was in the states, uh, I would get usually get Christmas Eve off, Christmas Day off. Then you're usually if you're working, especially like retail or something, you, you know, you're back at work Boxing the day, day yeah. after Christmas, and then you're off for New Year's Day, and then you're back the day after that. Yeah. Whereas here, it's like uh, you're off from about the 20th of December until the 9th of January, which is great. That's it. not true. I'm off from uh, probably <laughs> Friday until uh, 2nd of January, I think. But uh, yeah. Anyway, let's uh, join our little elf there. Wow. <laughs> Mr. Ty Unwin, who's not in his usual abode. That must mean, Ty, that you are perhaps on a break. Uh 
No, I oh. actually have my <laughs> I have my laptop system in the other room, but I'm not. I'm not in the studio. I'm not at home. Yay! Wow, that's a great hack. So, that is a yeah. fantastic. But as I said, it's cool. It looks like part of your head's missing, which is a bit disconcerting. But you are fully Christmased up. Look at the jumper. I am. Um, you know, I like to make an effort. I should just draw attention, as I just did earlier, to this to this amazing jumper, which is fantastic. But so there's Rudolph's eyes. And watch his eyes. Watch his look at his eyes go. Oh, and nice! <laughs> exactly as you said, Nick. Whoa, you know LCD in your jumper. No, hold in jumper. iPhone in hole in jumper. Ah, okay. Jumper as if add LCD in. But you, I don't feel ripped off. That's good. I, I tell you what, you want to be very careful with that when you're leaning over to stir the sprouts if you're involved in the cooking, because I could just see a nasty, <laughs> nasty incident. You know, perhaps dropping it, plunging into a pot of a pot of boiling water, inadvertently. I love the fact that you actually think that I'd have anything to do with Christmas dinner. You obviously have never experienced my uh, my cooking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did. I, I, I might have. To, I did it la, uh, a couple of years ago, actually, and for the first time, and it was a full on, you know, big turkey and everything for, for like 12 people and i thought yeah i'll do it and i did it and it went really well i was like maybe five minutes later than my original kind of we're going to eat at two o'clock i think we ate at like 10 past and i thought yeah great so the following year i did it again and i completely blew it and the turkey wasn't cooked <laughs> at all and, and the trick is now this is really nothing to do with music technology but for those of you who are perhaps involved in music technology and production you perhaps don't have much of this kind of knowledge to your disposal so I, i'm i'm think of this as a sort of extra curricular uh, bit of education for when you do finally rejoin the living the, the, you know the society when you've you know out of the studio <laughs> take the turkey out the night before and leave it at room temperature then it will cook on time if you take it out of the fridge th- in the morning beforehand and it's a big bird it will not cook on time because it's freezing cold in the middle just saying right <laughs> i mean you don't have to take it out and leave it you know by the fire but you know maybe leave it in some a cool room you know not a hot room Anyway, that's it. I'm not saying any more. Let's get on with some news. What have I got here? We've got a... Uh, ah, this... I mean, sometimes it feels a bit like uh, Dreadbox should actually be sponsors of the show, but this is the news. The new Dreadbox Nix, which means I must obviously have one. Nick, because it's named as if it is mine, clearly. NYX, <laughs> analog paraphonic synth. Here it is. Uh, it's sound. It's got... A, it, like the Dreadbox Erebus. I'm not... It's got a reverb in there as well. So it's got two VCOs with separate glide controls, a dual mode filter, 20, 24 or 12 dB. Excuse me, I'm going to have to. I'll just put it in there. Excuse me, that was a sneeze break. And it's got a reverb, a unique reverb by Crazy Effect Tube Circuits, as found on the Splash Mark 3. And it gets really. Just, I mean, you know, in 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 many ways, in the way that you, oops, in the way that you have uh, that kind of, you know, de- the delay on the Airbus and and that sort of, re- it's just lovely to see this. And I, I'm, what's interesting about this actually uh, is it's also got these three, uh, they're like rate and fall, rise and fall LFOs, which are almost like just two stage envelopes, but you can loop them. So there's three of those, and they're routable. And that's kind of cool because they can be LFO mode or in hold or however you want. So that's actually three distort, uh, three um, modulation sources. And there's there's also some interesting routing in there. I see if I can make that a bit bigger because I can't quite read it. So normalize, split, half. You can split the VCO. You can uh, split the inputs to the VCF as well. So it looks really like a lot of fun. Now, the Christmas elf, who is probably pre-ordered, this looks nice, doesn't it? I mean, I must admit, I, I just thought this looks really right at my street with that endless reverb and everything, even though, you know, it's not for everybody. Uh, I've got a kind of, I've got an unfair advantage on this one because uh, I'm going to be getting one to test. Um, Redbox guys are very much, uh, they're kindly uh, getting one to me to do some testing on. And uh, so I know kind of a lot of, fair amount of the innards of this and, and what's what's going on in there. And I have to say, it is quite incredible. I'm getting my, my hands on one in a few days, but it's until then I kind of, I can tell you any bits about the architecture if you want to know. Um, oh yeah, I'm just looking here. Uh, paraphonic reverb effect, two VCOs, dual state variable, triangle wave LFO, 
Oh, there's an NFO and okay, all right. And uh, so CV850. Yeah, so things like the the filter, you can uh, it's routable in parallel or serial. There's two filters in there, high pass filter and low pass filter. Or you can oh, have yeah, uh, two, two low pulses of the uh, low pass can form a four pole, or you can split them up parallel serial. Um, same kind of thing with the modulators, or you can have oscillators going straight to the VCA. You can have individual oscillators going to individual filters. There's oh, wow. a lot going on. It does um, look, yeah, it looks like there's a lot, there is a lot going on there, actually. I wonder if they've fixed the uh, detune between the oscillators, because you couldn't quite get a fifth on the Erebus, which is a bit frustrating, I found. Uh, I don't know that. Uh, well, answer. there you go, something to try out. I don't know. I, I, Rich, I have a feeling that you should probably have some Greek synthesizer in your life someday soon, pretty much soon. I think that, you know, you totally dig this if I may looks be so bold. It looks gorgeous. It really does. And it sounds great in the demo. So um, Yeah, it's like one of those kind optimistic. of... Optimistic. Optimistic. 555 euros. So I guess it's probably, you know, it's not a cheap, cheap synthesizer, but it's... No, it's uh, not. But it's not a really, really expensive one. And as I've said before, you know, I still think the Erebus has the most charisma out of many new synths that have come along recently. I know, Chicky, we've talked about that. I mean, it's terrible. I feel really guilty now because every time, we're, you know, this show is talking about new releases and stuff and you say, I'm not buying any more stuff. I'm not buying any more stuff, as Robbie does as well. And, uh, and I'll show you this. So what are you going to do? Well, uh, you know, I listened to the demo of this and, uh, and I was remembering last week, I was just like, I cannot keep buying more synths. I just cannot keep buying more synths. And then I heard it and I was like, I've got to have this synth. I've got to have this synth. This is amazing sounding. I mean, it's like, it, it, a, it's Greek, so therefore Vangelis, so therefore it reminds me of Blade Runner soundtrack. I got to get this thing. This is just so much up my alley. So yeah, I'm going to buy one. I'm going to buy one. Absolutely. Well, the like the filters on it, and, and Ty, maybe you, obviously you know better than I would. It looks like the filters are almost like a tilt shift EQ in a way. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not going to be a million miles away from that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Perfect, perfect, perfect. The main, the main thing is about this, it's a kind of, for me, this looks like a cross between the Erebus and the Mermux V2, which, I mean, we'll come to that maybe later, but the Mermux for me is, a, is an astonishing synth. Um, and so, you know, anything that has that kind of, it is a kind of, we always, we used to say that the Mermux was a kind of Erebus on steroids. Well, this is a kind of Erebus on one steroid with a bit of moments thrown in. It sounds amazing. It is going to be incredible. And even better news, there's going to be a, um, it's going to be a polysynth as well. Okay. All right. Now, now we're so in trouble. I've, no, I no, 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 but it has elements from the Mermux, it has elements from the Erebus, and it has elements from the Nyx, all in one gorgeous, juicy package. I should just add here, because some people aren't, pro you know, probably wondering what are they talking about, uh, you know, why. The thing about the Erebus is, uh, when you listen to the raw oscillators, there's just, there's something about them, you just go, bloody hell, you know, there's, that's that's surprising. The same that you get from the Studio Electronics Boom Stars. There are certain synthesizers that just just the raw oscillators. I mean, Moogs as well have it, but because yeah. these aren't Moogs, it makes them slightly more unique, I suppose, because it's not like something you've always heard. And that's the thing where just the raw building blocks you just go blimey, that's it's, massive. You know, that's 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 it's, it's why we get excited about it, I suppose. It's very difficult to exact exactly as Rich said, and, and you said it's it's not a cheap it's not a cheap synth for if you think it's just you know paraphonic two oscillator thing. There are a lot cheaper things out there, but there is just something very, 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 very special about the oscillators and the um, and the filters. Yeah, the, the filter doesn't lose bottom end when you add resonance. No, no, it's it's. There's a lot. There's something very special. And this, I have to also say, the reverb in this thing. We we all love the delay in the Mermits and the Erebus, um, which is a, a really filthy, fantastic delay. But I have to say the reverb in this sounds gorgeous. It's mono, isn't it, by the looks of it? I don't think there's yeah. a stereo output, it but is. yeah. That's, okay. but it's, it's, it's a mono output, but it's like good. It's, for me, it sounds like a good old-fashioned late 70s, early 80s, that kind of digital reverb that at the time everyone was going, <laughs> yeah, but I want it to sound like a real room, and it doesn't. Well, now we just want it to sound like this huge wash of sound, and it, yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, well, I, well I, we should probably move on, but that's the about as uh, that's a, that that's the new the new. It's, it's at five 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 until the end of December, and then it's six seven nine US. So it's not, you know, like I say, it's not a cheap synth. But it, I guess the reason we're excited is for those things that we said because it has it, it's a new synthesizer company that has a certain something about it, you know, and that's the that's the reason really that uh, we get kind of jolly excited about them. Although they they do seem to be releasing far too many things. This is the problem. And now everybody wants to buy them because they've got the uh, got some modular <laughs> stuff. They've got all sorts of business sense that is. <laughs> no, well, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess, I guess they've got the, uh, you know, the, right. you know, there's a lot of products. Anyway, let's have a look. What's, uh, what's the, oh yeah, cool. I, I, I'm not sure how I'm going to get on with this because if I play this trailer, I'm probably going to get busted, but a trailer is entirely that it's for the promotion of a movie. So I don't kind of know. Well, let's see what happens. This is the news that, uh, the new, <laughs> the new Blade Runner, uh, movie is out and, uh, it, it's well, not out. What am I talking about? The trailer and the you know, it's going to be out in uh, October. And there's some lovely sounds in this trailer. Replicants are like any other machine. They're either a benefit or a hazard. But if they're a benefit, it's not my problem. Lots of variants on the Kodo drum door slam type of stuff, but really much more atmospheric oh, I won't play too much more because obviously we will get busted for that um, this is out the 10th I mean I think we announced we did talk about it when it first came out because obviously if you, perhaps you don't know Blade Runner was this it was like a perfect storm of the art of cinematography and film directing of its time together with the art of electronic news, music soundtracks just becoming a thing that was just more than the sum of the parts you may not agree with that but i think for many it's like a very iconic uh, on on many many levels and it's got v tons and tons of atmosphere i don't know actually i didn't check to see who's doing the soundtrack do you have have you any have we got any ideas on that maybe i should probably write it's johan johansson i do yeah johan johansson johan johansson uh, okay yeah. there we go yeah. um who, who also did the music to arrival which is fantastic, fantastic ah i'm not music. familiar with his work but I really like the sound. That beginning is what it really reminds me of: is uh, putting stuff, putting drum machines through the Sherman filter bank. <laughs> Have you ever yeah. done that? Because that distortion circuit is just like destructive. It just sort of—it's like it's crumbling. It's like crumbling rocks. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was so. That's one thing I really like. And, and I listen back because obviously, when you watch this, you get to see oh. The, the original soundtrack and clips and things and there there are those very similar kind of big booming sort of uh timekeeping and that's a sort of variant on a theme i don't know i'm quite excited about it rich does it have the same sort of resonance for you did you was, was blade runner big when when you saw it for the first time was it a kind of <gasps> moment it probably will be ah you haven't you haven't seen blade runner it's true no i, 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 I what I, wait a minute <laughs> I can't. I don't believe. I don't believe. Look, Chicky can't believe it. Look, look. That's just. Have you really not seen Blade Runner? Something for you to do over Christmas break. I'm not lying to you. I promise. Wow, that's amazing. You should watch it. It's a great film. I guess so. <laughs> I guess I should. It really. But is. I loved the trailer that you gave us to watch. It was lovely. Well, uh, you don't, you didn't see it here. The right? original Blade Runner was Vangelis. Is that right? Yep, that's right. Yeah, Vangelis. Yeah. Yep, he was the guy. Uh, Right, and Ridley Scott, and I worked. I've actually worked on a, a Ridley Scott movie, but I've never seen Blade Runner. Wow, that is astonishing! Wow, wow! I, I don't know what to say. I'm I'm almost speechless. I don't know. I I, I don't need to. I mean, Ty, you've had, you've even taken your hat off. I mean, you know, that's how. I'm, honestly, I Rich, I have you never heard the soundtrack? Have you never heard the Blade Runner soundtrack? I, not that I know of. Wow. I, okay. I right. might have, but I not that not, not specifically. Wow. Okay. That's should really even if even if it's just even if you don't watch the film, it's uh, it's it's kind of it really is a an incredible soundtrack. Um, but there's, I, I there's mean, only one what? version you should see though. You should see the final cut, the final cut version. Is that right? Oh yes. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. Then because then there's there's the original, me. there's the director's cut, there's the final cut. <laughs> Excuse me, sorry about that. The fact I, I, I think you need to see both. You need to see both because then the final cut makes sense. I think. 
Yeah, just, oh wow! Um, now we're going to get into this. I don't running. know. They're all my friends are abandoning me now. Right, the chat, the chat, I tell you what, the chat room has just dropped by about 150. They're just they're <laughs> outraged. <laughs> they're they're <laughs> in protest. Uh, that, is, that is surprising, but I mean, I guess you know it is what it is. Chicky, you're you yeah. are um, presumably. I, I'm excited. I, I mean, I'm, I'm disappointed that, that I've got to wait till bloody October. That's way too I long. I know. I know. The, I, the, the original Blade Runner is by far the most for for my work the most influential piece of music and cinematography ever of all time it's my all-time favorite film and one thing i'd like to say about this guy uh johan johansson is that like in his work in arrival okay so i don't know if you've seen arrival i'm not gonna give any spoilers away but arrival is about well it's about loss but it's all it's really about communication and and language and the his music if you listen to it throughout is all about like you can, all the themes of the music he created is about communication, about language, and so what I love about his work is he really does like really dig into the subject matter and writes music about that subject matter, and I feel like he's just the he's the perfect person for for this. Like you were saying, for instance, about how the, the it would the it's, everything sounds very de- like destruction and, and everything's just kind of breaking apart. And that is obviously going to be a theme of this film because in the trailer everything is just sort of crumbling. And yeah, it's like, it looks a bit like kind of uh, Planet of the Apes, you know, the, the when he comes back, oh, the Omega Man or something like that. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, so I think I think he's the perfect person for the for the for the film. And uh, and Ben Gellis was per- or Ben Gellis or however you say his name was perfect for the original Blade Runner. I mean, it's just. Oh, Rich! Gosh, yeah, I think I think, as, I think as far as I understand, some of the themes are, are, are carried on. I think there's still some serious. I know, Ty, it would that would be a film? I'm sure you'd love to score, right? Get all of those synths working out for you. Yeah, but I have to also say that I think I think Johan Johansson is exactly as you said. He's the absolute perfect guy for this. By a, I mean, when it happened, there were all these Vangelis fans going, "Oh no, it should be no." Sorry, Vangelis is no. He's lost it, and Johan Johansson is absolutely the top of his game at the moment. And I've got all of his um, his albums, his commercial albums, as well as soundtrack albums, and he is absolutely perfect. I think the one thing we need to be careful of with this is the fact that we don't actually know if it's his if it's his sorry if it's his score on the trailer because you know ah yes 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 get, of course yeah composers get uh, commissioned to write the trailer music. It doesn't That's necessarily true. mean that. This is Johansson's work. Um, it has elements of it, but there are other bits where you're thinking, well, maybe it might not be him. Um, in terms of the original, yeah, everyone's... I don't want to get on your back, Rich, but yeah, the original is a, it's a completely iconic score. It's an amazing score. But, but Johansson is the right guy for this because Vangelis is very much... I mean, I've made it clear what I think of his, his latest work. Vangelis has just lost it in so many ways, mainly because of his system mainly because of the way he now works which is his choice but it means that he's it, it limits the way he works and so he would have been completely wrong for this new film so i'm really looking forward to it can't mm. wait to see the film cannot wait to hear the music it's funny um, i mean i remember at the time that you know that going to see it was a real sort of event it was like one of those event movies which you don't get so much so much of i mean they managed they pulled it off with uh oh gosh what was the the zimmer one with the um Edith Piaf, what was that called? Was that event? Oh, uh, Inception. Uh, Inception. They 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 created Inception. this kind of Inception. notion of event around it, and that there's but there doesn't happen, which is you know zip, many things coming together at the same time. So it's it's interesting. I'm looking forward to it, um, and I'm sure we'll see more bits and bobs coming out soon. But yeah, you're quite right about that because quite often people will be brought in to to score the trailer alone and i guess it must be a similar thing to a, a like a remix gig where you have to take certain elements and maybe thematics no no, no not necessarily no no a lot of the time you're literally you're just kind of giving it blind and write 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 some trailer music so you don't have to take on themes from the original some sometimes so sometimes you they have the original composer do it but a lot of the time it's literally it's just a job in itself to write the trailer music oh that's interesting so, so isn't it just like in a world i could do actually I, I could do the voiceover right now my voice is down although it's, it's risen uh, risen a bit because so, i haven't been talking much today because obviously i've been you know in a place where you had to be quiet so i could i could probably go down quite low and do the in a world 
Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for that voiceover gig. I do it once once a year or something. Yeah. Now's the time. Quick, give me a call. I can probably squeeze it in. If, as long as you want a, a faintly West Country uh, bunged up kind of touch to it. Right. I think it's time. We should probably just say a quick word to our uh, uh, nod to our sponsors because obviously they've been with us throughout the year and we want to uh, say thank you to them so here comes uh, the message from them where we don't forget we've also got the competition at the end as well so stay tuned obviously isotopes neutron cutting edge mix technology audio analysis technology and processing technology that kind of comes together in a set a thing to be able to allow you to analyse your mix process it make good visual as well as audio uh, decisions about it with the use of the masking meter which basically shows you the collaborating the conflicting frequency so you can clean up those areas brilliant idea actually that and the mix assistant which will basically analyse the tracks and suggest you know maybe if you've got a bass track it identifies as a bass and says you know try this on the bass which you can pull back from there you don't actually have to use the amounts and what have you you know it just really gives you some good starting points obviously you can use it in collaboration with other plugins as well it's not exclusively but it really does give you a lot more insight than you would ordinarily get from a mix. Anyway, Neutron is available now, uh, isotope.com forward slash Neutron. And of course, we have a competition, uh, as we always do. Let's start with the winner of last week. Uh, last week, we asked you to tweet the hashtag Mix Assistant and Neutron uh, over Twitter. And this is uh, LA Algorithms is the person that we were uh, is the person that's won. I'm just going to check that, Elliot. And I've got his, uh, I've got, yeah, I've got his, he, I've got the actual tweet. There it is, which is uh, make underscore uh, make loud noises. So that's that. He's the person who won. LA algorithms uh, do get in touch, and the isotope fairy uh, or whoever is standing in, assuming she may be on holiday, uh, will get you your copy of Isotope Neutron. We thank you very much for your sponsorship of the show. And of course, we do have another competition this will be the last one of the year you probably find out uh, i guess it's going to be third or fourth of january then whenever the next wednesday is in january first wednesday in january we'll be back i would think uh we want, we're looking for the has- hashtag i thought i'd do it as a sort of try and make it christmasy so i thought festive tunes neutron doesn't really have much to do with mixing but you might be mixing festive tunes at this time of year and this will help you so the hashtag festive tunes one word and the hashtag neutron that's n-e-u-t-r-o-n to at sonic state and at isotope inc and yes it does have to be via twitter that's just the way it goes so once again the hashtag festive tunes one word and the hashtag neutron to at sonic state at isotope inc and you'll be entered into the competition thank you very much now um we did have a plan because Mark wanted to come on and say Happy Christmas, and he's coming in on Charles's channel. So um, I'm going to come to you first, because we were talking about highlights of 2016, you know, or maybe, you know, New Year's resolutions, anything you'd care to throw in at this point. Uh, I, 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 could, I don't mind starting, because we've got 15 minutes, so we could get you in. Um, I was going to say, for me, the highlight of this year was, I think, our performance at Sonic Talk Bristol. Uh, where we all got together because it, I got it got me playing live, and I'd not done that for many many years, and now I've done two or three gigs, and then I'm going to try and do more next year. That's my kind of whole thing. So that's the plan. That's what I took from this year, just on a personal note, and it was just such good fun, and it was great to have you know those of you who could make it and see you tie. Uh, I know we wanted to get Rich along, but maybe we'll be able to do it another time. But that was for me the highlight. Uh, but it could be equipment, it could be any other thing. So uh, that was just what I wanted to start with. But Chicky, I wanted to get to you. Yes. Uh, I'd say my highlight I've got two highlights first highlight was uh, and this is no slant against any of my clients or anything but I really enjoyed that uh, Bare Naked Ladies tour this summer that was just so great it was them I was with OMD and then Howard was the opening act it was fantastic really fantastic the second highlight I got to be on this show oh <laughs> bless you great. Because I well, think I, I came on in September for the first time. So yeah. Wow. So yeah, the fight uh, September, October, not quite this. So the the second quarter, end of the second, third quarter. That's right. I, yes, I, that's right. Yeah. Oh so well, that, it, to me that's a highlight. Yeah, I really love it. Ah, oh, what a kind and uh, 
thing to say. Thank you, Jay. And it's a pleasure to have you aboard as well. Have it's you got any resolution? Other, otherwise, this year has been a bit of a dumpster fire, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, those two. What about what about resolutions? Have you got any resolutions for next year? Do you do that kind of thing? I mean, I mean think musically, you know, I don't know, know about yeah. what you're giving up and your terrible habits. Yeah. I'm sure uh, you haven't got yeah, any. Yeah, actually, I do. My resolution is just to write much more music. I, I, I do. I'm quite prolific as a writer. I just want to double my output, honestly, this year. So. Right. <laughs> it's a lot, but yeah, there you go. That's a pretty good thing to say. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Well, Chicky, if you if you go because Mark dials in, um then and you don't come back, I want to say thank you very much and a happy Christmas, but it may be that you can come back afterwards. I I'm completely at the will of uh, of what happens with Mark, but he's going to be coming on in about 10 minutes, I think. So, but there's okay. but there's but I'm sure we'll get to talk to you again, but I wanted to do it now in case you just bumped out. So, Thank you, Chicky. So, Rich, how about yourself? Highlights of 2006? This could be gear or on a personal level, whatever you kind of feel is appropriate. Um, playing shows for right. large numbers of wonderful people who really seem to enjoy it uh, was the highlight of my year, along with getting to enjoy members of my family and seeing some really great music and mostly having good health and uh, stuff like that. So, um, you know, it was a year full of highlights. I mean, I played a lot of shows. She, you know, toured the uh, North America with Duran Duran this year. So we played a lot oh, of shows. Of course, yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, met a lot of really nice people, made a lot of new friends. Um, got to work on some great music. Uh, every day on stage with the other members of Chic is a good day. So um, there were a lot of good days. Excellent. That's great. And do you have, are you a kind of resolution kind of person? Have you got any kind of creative resolutions that you uh, would care to share? Well, um, beyond continuing to do all that, which I would be more than satisfied with as a lifestyle, um, I am looking forward to my Christmas present of a Roly Seaboard Rise. And I am very much looking forward to developing technique on it. And I plan to practice it. Uh, diligently to be able to uh, do that. So I actually have some ideas about how I'm going to develop technique on an instrument and I'm looking forward to implementing them and seeing if they pan out as I'm hoping they will. Right. Oh, that sounds very interesting. I, actually, one thing I could recommend is is worth getting maybe the uh, soft tube modular because you can take the outputs of the uh, 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 the individual kind of accesses and notes, up to four of them, and then route those into other things so from cv which could then result in lfo you know so you could you could create cool. some more which will integrate presumably with other uh vst or process it's, live inputs it's worth worth thinking about that yeah it's reasonably priced too i, I should check that out i really should I, i'm looking forward to that the synthetic side but i'm actually going to uh concentrate initially on imitative and uh yeah. Solo horizontal playing, solo performance instruments, you know, uh, maybe grab a a sonata or a concerto on a traditional instrument and see how well I can articulate that from that instrument. Oh, that's very interesting. Well, good. Because synths don't have a lot, there's not a standard against which your articulation is going to be measured. When you put up a synth, you're playing something new. But if I put up, uh, you know, cello patch or a, or a bassoon or whatever. And yeah, I play yeah, yeah, yeah. Concerto, I have something to live up to, and it you know what you're you know what you're trying to, to achieve, execute. right? It forces me to a- execute certain things that are in the standard repertoire, and it'll actually develop my technique. So that when I do sit down with an instrument that doesn't have such a, a sort of litany behind it, um, I'll have some expressive opportunities to that's present. A, that's a really smart idea actually good well i hope you have a lot of fun with that what a great idea mr ty unwin highlight of 2016 apart from your obviously serious collection of hats uh okay personal kind of personal music level um starting work on a project with midjore who from my point of view when i was a teenager was a real hero and he was kind of god for a, a number of years and uh so one way or another i've ended up working with him on his next album and still working with him uh he hasn't sacked me yet for some reason and that's going really well 
And uh, so that is a big, that's been a biggie. And he's also the nicest guy on earth, which all, as we all know, when we have to work with people, yeah, it's the sure. it's a great helpful. Um, so there's that on a gear point of view. Highlights are the, the Dreadbox Mermux V2, the modal stuff, the 008 and the 002, which came at the very beginning of the year. They've been fantastic. Um, really great since, um, Software-wise, Adaptiverb. Oh, um, yeah, I remember that. That's That's been a biggie. Library-wise, the two that really stick out for me are uh, Spitfire Tundra, the Albion 5, which is the really quiet orchestral sample set, which is just beautiful. And also, and this is one for, for Rich as well, um, the Chris Hines solo violin. Uh, if you haven't checked that out, the Chris Hines solo violin, and they've just brought out the solo cello. The realism of those libraries are incredible. Get something Absolutely. to go, go well with the Roly, I'd imagine, yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. With the Roly, that would be fantastic. The kind of realism, the amount of control you have over those is incredible. I see a man writing something down. So well, therefore, what's, Chris, what is, what's that second Chris word? Chris just... H H E I N. They do the solo. They, they've just opened the solo strings, okay. but the main one. Solo violin, solo cello, beautiful, and they go fantastic with the rolling. Um, and that's it, really. I mean, it's been it's been a really good year. It's been a productive year. Um, how many, minute, how many minutes of music have you written? Do you keep a running tally? No, no. It'd okay. be just depressing if I did, because I I do find it depressing how much I write. The opposite way to most most people would get depressed if they don't write enough music. I get depressed because I write too much music. So I don't. It's just it's just ongoing. I mean, I can tell you how much I wrote last week, you know, <laughs> but that's, that's it, you know, kind of, right. so I just write too much. But the nice thing about doing midget stuff is what's made me realize is that I've had a lot more freedom with that rather than writing to picture. And it's fantastic writing to picture and I love doing it, but just being able to write kind of what I want based around what we're working with midge has made me realize that. And I say this every year, everyone that knows me, all of my friends, they all go, yeah, you say this every year. But um, I really have to start on my, on my album next year. I mean, right. you know, just for me, I have to. I've been so, saying that a lot as well. <laughs> yeah, but I've got to do it. I've been saying it. I, I think I've said this to you before. I haven't actually written a note for myself, non-commissioned for myself since 1997. That was the last time I wrote a note of music that wasn't that was just for me wow. 1997 yeah it's about so that, time so that's 20 years next year since i last wrote a note of music for myself so i think it's about time i did and also i need to lose some weight well i can i can second that from my point of view i need to do much the same thing but uh but thank you that's good stuff good stuff so uh um well let me see what else we've got here. That was one of the topics. Uh, as I said, I think mine was music uh, related. I, I didn't want to get into kind of the releases and that sort of. I mean, I'm because uh, Circuit didn't really come out in 2016, and I but I've been enjoying that recently. That's something I'd like to focus more on. And I, the, I think the thing that I've realised is because I always used to be into the computer as a sequencer. I just thought, why would you need a hardware sequencer when you can do all of this stuff? But now I'm sort of thinking, actually, I enjoy the relationship you have with a hardware sequencer in a different way. It gives you kind of more... It's like that creative limitation kind of thing. You just go, yeah, I'll make that work, and then you do or you don't. And that so that's something that I think I've realised this year that hardware sequencers actually do have quite a lot to offer, apart from when you get very short, repetitive phrases, which I'm very good at writing though. So maybe that's why I'm well suited. Who needs more than a bar when you've got no imagination? You know. Um, so uh, yes, gosh, actually, come thinking about it, I, that is the last topic. There was this new useful multi-tracker by Sebastian Segula, but I, I'm not sure that feel, that feels like a kind of unusual time to uh, 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 to, to drop it in, as it feel, feels like such a... I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that Mark will join in shortly. Are you on Sonic Talk um, 3, Charles? I think uh, you are, right? I think you are. I can't tell from here, yeah. Oh, well, I'm sure he'll show up. I'm just seeing whether he's tried to write, uh, t t type in. He might have texted me. I did ask him to, and I've completely forgotten. No, he hasn't. So it must okay. be. Oh, it's only, <laughs> it's only 1643. 
Oh, so that's I can probably talk ad nauseum about whatever you want then. Oh, actually, you got yeah, two, no, minutes. <laughs> two minutes without got... repetition or, or hesitation. Uh, no, that's you've it. Got three, you've got three people on here that are quite happy to just spout at you quite happily. <laughs> that's I just look something to rant about. That'll get me and Rich going. I'm it? just looking if there was anything else. I did was trying to look for something. I did find something, but it, it, it kind of it slipped me by. Like I said, I'm a little bit bereft of uh, of buffer at the moment. I think, look, if, if nothing else, if we've got if we've got two minutes to kill, I think you know Nam's coming up. It's oh, that's be, very true. Yes, I don't want to depress everyone, but Nam's around again, and um, it's only kind of a month away. What I mean, there's always that thing of what would we like to see at Nam, and you know, well, there is I, true. I, that, that, no, that's very true. I mean, I, I, I don't honestly know what to expect this year because it's very interesting because uh, as what happened, a music messer was huge a couple of years ago and it felt really vibrant and exciting. And then the next year it didn't. And this year's feeling kind of much less so. And Nam was last year really vibrant and exciting around electronic music instruments, which is kind of what happened at Nessa as well. And this year, there's actually featuring synthesizers a lot more in the NAM blurb saying, you know, big year for synths because, and they're getting luminaries in and stuff. So it'd be really interesting to see how that changed because traditionally, NAM being LA being a rock city, effectively, you know, has always been much more geared towards the guitar side of things. And that's kind of an interesting thing. And I, I, I wonder what the shape is because obviously, at the same time as that, it's become, you know, slightly more expensive to attend. I don't know how big the synth um, contingency will be when we're there and, and whether people are going to choose to release. I haven't heard of kind of major releases from there yet. So it's going to be a very interesting show, but as ever, good fun. And yeah. I know, Rick, I, I know uh, do, you get, do you ever get to go, Charles? I don't. I don't. Maybe I should, uh, well, actually, it's a little bit late for me to plan to go this year. I mean, I'm going to be there the week after. So, yeah, as we discussed earlier. But, so, oh yeah, you won't have time yet. Yeah, so that's a shame. But, yeah, I never really get to go to those things. I, but I, that's also it's like I used to live in Austin, and when I lived in Austin, I'd always get out of town whenever South by Southwest rolled around. So, you know. Just... Oh, Mark's just coming on two rather than three. Oh, hello, Mark. Have I? Yes. Oh, uh, oh no, no, excuse I'm me. Who have I bumped? Ty. <laughs> that's all right. Oh, well, sorry, Ty. <laughs> uh, let me. Uh, How about well, I get to meet Charles, who I've never met. Ah, but this Hi, is Mark, Mark Tinley's just jumped How on. Are you doing? Ty Unwin, right there. Uh, not Ty Unwin, uh, sorry. Uh, no, go oh, he's gone that way. Yeah, going that way. It's better, isn't it? We said we were going to have a, a, a kind of. Have you brought your uh, Christmas presents? And, and, and I'm, I'm a bit disappointed you haven't got the white beard and the red outfit on, Mark. I'm wearing red. Ah, that's fair enough. No beard, no. Oh, so you're I in had the, an elf hat on earlier, but, you know. So you're in the shop? Well, this is a bit, I can't, yeah. I am in the shop, yeah. In the so, shop of many colourful things, in fact. We were just, actually, we, I mean, I'm glad you have, to have you on, because obviously as a, a value participant, it's always nice to say hi to everybody. Oh, there we go. There's the, ah, we haven't seen him for a while. Gosh, it's looking really no, stock. Loads and loads of weird stuff. Look, yeah. I've got bloody trombones. Wow. What that do you is... do with that? Does anybody know about them? No, I think Rich is going to give it a thumbs up. I actually do. I've got this uh, very nice dog bowl electric guitar. Look. Oh, yeah. This. Right. I'm in the middle of mending that for somebody. Wow, that looks like a lot of marquetry on that. That looks yeah. like a bazooka. I don't know what it is. I, the guy came in, he said it was a sampan or something. It's got masses okay. of frets on it, like about okay. 30 frets in an octave or something. It's very odd. Why? Quarter tone sort of stuff. Uh, yeah, I've, sorts of strange divisions that make no musical sense, but it's kind of cool. Does it sounds interesting? So, sorry, you were asking me something, and then I interrupted. Yes, well, we were we were going well. We were just going through the you know what was the highlight of 2016, sort of musically or music technology for you. Ah, opening a music shop. <laughs> yeah, well, I imagine that's a pretty damn big deal. Uh, technologically, I think um, maybe uh, get it well buying the Push Two, which I didn't have before, which uh, I think is like incredible, uh, and getting into the Arduino, um, playing around with the Arduino, and getting into a little, little bit of coding and starting to understand how that works. So, um, and well, realizing uh, that most of the music technology, or a lot of the music technology we see, has got an AtMega chip in the heart of it 
Yeah. Uh, and also the uh, PT2399, which is a karaoke chip that seems to be in just about every bloody delay pedal uh, made by every manufacturer on the planet. But I've been hacking those and ma- having loads of fun with those. So, um, yeah, Excellent. Those so, um, so that's that's more like the nuts and bolts side of things. And do you have any res- creative resolutions for um, 2016, Mark? Um, yeah, I ought to get back to creating music. Keep it more simple, though, because I just definitely always end up overcomplicating things. Um, so um, I don't know. Uh, I, I want to form a band. I think I've oh, got somebody. Like a... And people keep coming in the shop. So I've met some really interesting people. But I met a woman came in the shop who uh, did some music with youth. Um, and we talked for ages about like different electronic noise making things. And I just thought she seemed really cool. Um, and a lot of our ideas were compatible. So I went and listened to her stuff online and really like her voice. So maybe with her, um, some kind of bizarre electronica with a, a German female singer, that could be cool. Couldn't it? Sounds, yeah. Sounds great. Yeah. I think, sounds really good. So you'll have to figure out how you could. You need you need a like mobile setup that you can use in the uh, in the in the store as well, and people could be like a little booth in the corner where stuff's happening, and people can come in and go, "What's going on in there?" Oh, uh, somebody's making well, it. Right. I have sort of got that. I've got I've got a PA in here, and I've got a Line Six uh, audio interface under my desk and my laptop and stuff. So I do make music in here sometimes, and I made something the other day. Oh, I got this weird. Thing. Where's that gone? Somebody came in with this digital Serangi uh, kind of box, which is uh, <laughs> wow. It just oh, here it is. Yeah, this this strange little thing. Oh my lord! What on earth is that? So that is like a digital Tampura. So it does like all the kind of background uh, drones. Oh, like right, Indian. In, 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 so I've been experimenting with that and then playing slide guitar over the top of it and trying to get sort of Indian kind of nuances into like blues, which is <laughs> Sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, as as uh, yeah, H nine Max you could get a plug plot- yeah, uh, stick it through an even tight H nine, you'd be on on Cloud Nine, as it were. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool, Mark. So I've got to wish everyone happy Christmas then, haven't I? Are you yes, still doing I, topics or have you finished? Well, we topics? sort of finished the topics. That was the last one, really, because I, I didn't have an awful lot of time to repair, prepare this week because uh, of events. And I also have got a head full of cold, so I have not been all that imaginative today. But, um, but yes, we, we can certainly wish people happy Christmas. That would be, uh, this is not, for those who've just tuned in, this is not Ty Unwin, this is Mark Tinley. Ty Unwin may well be back. We don't know yet. So. Very sorry, Ty. I've bumped Ty, haven't I? So. That's all right. No problem. Well, yeah, no, very happy Christmas and New Year to you, Mark. Be a pleasure to hook up, hopefully, sometime again soon in actual person. Yeah. Well, come and visit my shop. You'll love I'd love it. to. I would love to. I, maybe after I've shown you this. Did I show you the strange noise making device? Let's switch this on. Look. Is that going to. How do I get this? Good Lord. It looks like a car battery. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I know, I've got customers. Ah, uh, okay. I have to come Let back me... later. I'm just in the middle of a call. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I meant to do that. I probably ought not to do that. <laughs> you probably aren't. That feels like a good... <laughs> Never see them again. Yeah. Maybe you should go and get them, Mark, but you might, be, you might make a big sale at the last minute. You never know. Go get your customers. <laughs> Hang on. Is that the is that the alarm? Oh, oh there we go. No, it's the synth. <laughs> oh, nice one. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. It gets weird. Customers are but... broken in. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Mark. I think we're probably going to say our goodbyes and uh, and 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 yeah, thank Merry yous Christ- and everything. Merry but... Christmas to everyone in the chat room. I'm on my phone, so I can't see you, but I like doing sonic state podcast and things and just wanted to say hello so no pleasure to have you mark thank you very much for joining thank us you. it's been a pleasure hi and mark my, there's there's Rich, uh, 
and Charles, <laughs> who you now have met. Hey, we haven't met yet. Now. Hi, Charles. Pleased Sorry. to meet you. Charles. Nice to meet you too. Charles Mark. Although not toy, as it says there. All right, then. Well, I think it's probably time to think about wrapping things up. Uh, Thank you very much for sticking with me. As I said, I nearly cancelled because I felt a bit unwell. So I'm sorry if I've been a bit meandering and not quite on it this week. But uh, I'm sure as we all wind down for Christmas, we can understand. And I've got the look of a sort of perhaps someone who's spent a bit too long at the Christmas party. Uh, the office Christmas party. So, although I haven't, you know, it's just it's just the look I'm rocking with today. So, uh, thank you very much for joining. And I want to say, all, all our guests, wherever you may be and whenever you come on, we do very much appreciate it. All of these people, good people, give up their time for free to join us here. And I just like to reiterate that and say thank for you, free? thank you, thank you every time. Yeah, I'm sorry, the check's still I in the I was post, Rich. Paid. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so sorry. For yeah, free? The, since Brexit, it's just not been possible. <laughs> but thank you very much so thank you Charles Chicken yeah. it's been a pleasure to have you Glad again this year have a great break and I hope you get all your work done before Christmas as you. as you hope as I hope too yes and also Mr Rich Hilton thank you also for joining us it's been a pleasure to have you as ever have a great gig and a great uh, Christmas feast thank you and Merry Christmas everybody Oh, yes. Great words indeed. And also, uh, there you go, uh, Mark Tinley, thank you for joining us too, uh, as well. And pretending to be Ty Unwin. And pretending to be Ty Unwin. I wonder if I can get Ty to come, come back on now. Can I, can, I, um, can I just say, I've got a problem in this shop. Um, these. This is a Santa ukulele. All right. And this is a, this is a Rudolph the Reindeer ukulele. Yeah. You'll if have to you sell live them anywhere near Glastonbury, please come and buy them. Otherwise, I'm going to have them here for a year. Those customers <laughs> might, have, but they might have seen those in the window, and they might have been. I asking, know. I was uh, just thinking, why did I uh, send them away? Well, Sorry. you could chase after them, Mark. I will. <laughs> I, I'm just going to ask Ty to call back now because then we can say goodbye to him. Oh yeah, cool. Okay. But thank you very much for joining us, mate. And uh, maybe we'll have Ty on in just one second. So uh, yeah, that's going to be it for this week. I think we're going to be back on. The Wednesday, uh, the first Wednesday of uh, of January, which I, I'm not entirely sure when that is. Uh, I think it's the third. Third, the third. That sounds promising. Third, probably the third. We'll be back, and uh, and uh, that would be the fourth. Fourth, the fourth. The fourth right. will be back. Right, we'll be back the on the fourth of fourth of. Fourth of January, folks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank you. And, and oh, there's there's Ty back again for for some goodbyes. Hey. hey, well, Mark Mark just uh, was out by one digit, but it's it's all worked out. So Ty, we're just saying our goodbyes. So thank you ever so much for joining us. It's a pleasure to have you on. And I've, as I've said to everybody, you know, it we we really do appreciate everybody giving up their time and and joining us for our weekly fun and games. So thank you, Ty, and I hope you have no, a great Christmas too. Thank you. I completely get about you know i remember last because last christmas was the first year that i've been on so you know it is special we do enjoy this it's 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 great and i think i think what what none of us ever really say is that you know without being smaltzy and all that kind of thing i'm going to be because that time of year nick you do a great job and we do appreciate what you do and i think everyone appreciates oh, what you do here here you know, thank you very much the, you know well done nick you Thank keep this you. together and um, <laughs> sometimes, well, <laughs> sometimes clearly, better than others. We have to say these things. Yeah, but, actually, no, well, well so it's you're still not getting paid. Anyway, thank <laughs> you very. <laughs> Ty, have thank a great you very Christmas, much. everybody. Thank you. Uh, yeah, yes, thank and you, Ty. Thank Christmas. you very much, Charles. Thank you very much, uh, Rich Hilton. That's it for this year. Uh, for all of you, wherever you are, even if you don't celebrate Christmas and just get a couple of days off. Have fun with it. Make some music. Do some good stuff. You know, teach yourself something. Explore something new. Do all of the things that make you happy while you get the chance. So that's it for this week. Thank you very much. Uh, We'll see you next time. Goodbye.